Well, all right, everybody, it is Wednesday, and I am heading home. <clears throat> so I'll try to make this one kind of quick, because the sun will go down. I think it's already down. Um, so on my last podcast, which I think I haven't had a chance to even get uploaded, but that one is uh, Persona Non Grata, and how I feel about <clears throat> just how our leadership in America treats us. And we really are, <clears throat> you know, we're not important to them. We're persona non grata, which is fine. You know, fuck them. But they're, you know, they're dragging us into war and they're, they're, and they're putting Russia in a delicate situation because, you know, to us it might be fun and games and shits and giggles, but, you know, we've told Russia through the grapevine and stuff that, we want to overthrow their, their leadership, and we want to, you know, cut them up into a bunch of small states, splash countries, whatever, and strip mine their country and leave them broken, destitute. <clears throat> you can use prettier words if you want, like regime change and stuff, but Russia understands, and, and they're not fucking idiots, so they have to win it. So if they, you know, if it escalates. It'll be us that's doing the escalating. So you can you can you know you can have another fucking peaceful protest if you want and all that, but if we don't get upset and try harder, nothing's gonna change. On a brighter note, I was looking at my uh, my stats on prepperguy.com. And, and went, you know, back, you know, almost a, a year. <clears throat> and it seems like the videos, because most of my website is videos and some audio files and some posts, but I don't like typing. And the videos that are getting, you know, watched the most or more like evergreen-ish are either on health and nutrition or some of the other videos I've had from, you know, Mike Adams and, and some of the doctors that are way smart talking about this, you know, this, this flu season that we can't discuss in, you know, in name. So I, I think that rather than, you know, going on and on about politics and I mean, it's interesting and it's good for me because it keeps me from, you know, feeling like an American that's just being shit on. So I vent it. I vent a lot. I think I'm going to kind of talk a little bit more about prepping again. And really health and nutrition. Now, with health and nutrition, there's a lot you cannot say also. Because even though I don't have a YouTube account anymore, um, and, and most of the content is on, on you know, my personal website, so I'm not going to censor myself. Um, a, a lot of times I upload this to uh, Contra Radio Network, to their Podbeam account, because they have the video. And... and and John, you know, Jeffers, you know, he gets bitched at, you know, by YouTube. And when you mentioned those, you know, remember in, in 
You know, I think George Carlin did a, a skit one time about the seven, you know, deadly words that, you know, you can't use on on air. Well, well, now the, the new seven deadly subjects are, you know, like free thought and free speech, and whatever. You know, those aren't them, but I can't use those words without, you know, Contra Radio Network getting a slap on the wrist or put in you know, YouTube jail. So, I, you know, I have a hard time talking about it because a- anymore, we really don't know what those seven or ten subjects are that we cannot share, you know, without it being fake fucking news. So, I, I honestly don't know what to talk about sometimes, but it's it's kind of funny that, you know, five, six years ago, one of my, my factory reps was in today talking to me at the store, and uh, he's like, isn't it funny how, you know, six, seven years ago when you were really telling all your friends and people at your gym and stuff, because me and my wife own a, a gym, well, actually she does, I'm really comic relief around that place. But uh, you were really trying to, you know, talk to them about the importance of, you know, keto and the keto diet. And now everyone's keto. It's the new thing. You know, most YouTube ads that pop up and, and Facebook ads, you know, carnivore diet, the keto diet, eat keto. All the doctors are now talking keto. Ain't that fucking great. You know, and I gave up on it years ago because, uh, you know, the, the only people I really talked about were online when I had uh, HelloHighFatDiet.com. And then I pretty much canned that. And the videos are on, uh, well, a lot of them used to be on PrepperGuy.com. I think a lot of them got lost when YouTube shut down my channel. And, and so... They they were there, but uh, either way, I, I tried, but I didn't really want to be that, basically that Bible-bashing, just-found-Jesus kind of guy that wears out friends and families with, you know, hallelujah and praise God and God bless you and have a wonderful day and did you find Jesus yet? And it was kind of that way with me and nutrition. And and I was just like, you know what? I'm just trying to help. This is quantifiable facts that are peer-reviewed studies. So it's not really as much like the Bible that really has to be taken on faith. This uh, low-carb, high-fat diet, this keto diet, is provable. But that was one of those subjects also that the government really don't like people talking about. You know, health and nutrition. And you can't say a lot of things with that or they're going to consider you practicing medicine without a license and you can go to jail. So I got tired of that also. But now that keto and carnivore are becoming more and more in the mainstream, I, I feel that I can kind of reach out to my audience and, and 
you know, go, hey, buddy, you're a prepper like I am. You might want to really reconsider your decision making when it comes to, you know, preps, especially beans, band-aids, and bullets. Because I don't eat beans. I like band-aids and bullets, though, but not the beans. And, and, you know, I've said this for years. It's like food is your most important decision in prepping. Because if you're going to eat a meat-based diet, it's different. The storage of that meat for long term and, and the acquisition, whether it's hunting or trapping, all of that is like a different planet compared to plant-based food, which is, you know, canning and dry goods store a long time, but canning's only so long. And either way, you're going to end up freeze-drying a lot of it. But the acquisition of it is more gardening, growing, you know, land, water, seeds and nutrients and different equipment, you know, because a gun and a bunch of traps and a bow and and fishing is different than a hoe and a tiller and a shovel and a cultivator. So you don't want to go spend money on both if your primary decision is to eat a plant-based diet with supplemental meat and stuff, you know, like you might raise a cow for dairy or whatever, but, you know, like farmers did or goats. But the primary food is going to be your garden, greenhouse and all that. So if you spend a bunch of money on that and then you decide, well, you know what, I should, uh, I should go carnivore too. Now you got to go out and buy a bunch of stuff that maybe you didn't have and acquire a bunch of knowledge and skills that you don't have. Now, I'm not saying most preppers can't do both. Most preppers know how to hunt and fish and trap, and, and they know how to garden and all that. But they would probably have to agree that when you're starting out, it would be wise to pick a food source that's more in line with the way you always eat, you know. So if you if you buy a lot of meat and, and fish and, and seafood and all that, and you go to the grocery store and, you know, maybe buy some corn or something like that once in a while, then you're going to really want to focus as a newbie in that direction. Because anybody that's been prepping long enough, like, you know, me and many of the friends I know that, since 1976 or 78, I think it was, yeah, 70, yeah, in the late 70s. You know, I was a prepper and I had food storage and I had, you know, a year's supply because I was LDS and it was mostly like giant 55-gallon barrels full of wheat and 55-gallon barrels full of seeds and and rice and and, and beans and, <clears throat> you know, a year's supply with water, everything. Well, you know, that was expensive because where I lived was up in the, in the middle of BFE and nowhere to where there were herds of 
antelope running around everywhere. And if I would have thought, hey, I should probably uh, take up hunting for my year's supply and not worry about this other crap that I, I really don't like, wheat sprouts or whatever, you know, cereal. You know, so it would have, it would have, I guess, I digress a little bit, but it would have saved me some money and time and effort learning things. Now, learning shit is always a good thing because skills and knowledge are eternal and you can give them to as many people as you want and, and, and you don't come up short. You still have the same amount you started with. <clears throat> but if you're going to reconsider now that you're older and wiser and you're looking at this carnivore diet thinking, you know, this really makes a lot of sense. You know, the Paleoithic man that were closest to us, Homo sapiens, in looks and everything. You know, genetically, they were taller. And this is, you know, research that, you know, shows this. You know, scientists now can, you know, look at the RNA and the DNA and tell you what that guy's bones that are a 1,000 years old or 10,000 years old had for breakfast. They were, they were carnivore. Very little plant-based food because most plants were very dangerous to eat if you didn't know what you were doing. Because 99% of all plant life on earth will kill you if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Whereas 99% of all meat is safe for human consumption and if you eat it raw, it won't hurt you. So the trade-off to me is, you know, on one side this hand is death and on the other side is, is eat whatever you want and you won't die. So, that's how I look at it. And so, if you're, if you're taking another look at it thinking this makes a lot of sense, you know, then you want to really start studying it. And, and I think our time is short here. Not just biblically speaking, but, you know, I think it was today... Or yesterday when Saudi Arabia actually came out and said now they've been doing this for a year but now it's become official that their new form of the SWIFT system which we kicked Russia out of and that's what started this whole you know thing with Russia and and their own currency and their own reserve currency and the BRICS it, it stepped up a lot when these sanctions kicked in. And Russia and China and Brazil and, and India and, and South Africa and, and about a hundred other nations now are switching to a basket of currencies backed by commodities. Where ours isn't backed by gold and it's backed by debt. And it's a Ponzi scheme. And everybody were afraid to do it. Like even Russia said, you know, when Putin in one of his last interviews, I think it was last week or this week, had said that he honestly was kind of worried for Russia when they hit him with all these sanctions. Because, you know, America, in spite of our our problems were the reserve currency 
And so he was kind of relieved and he almost had a basically you could call a come to Jesus moment or a tipping point where he realized they were going to be fine and that it wasn't going to hurt as bad as they were prepared for it to hurt. And it's kind of like when you're a kid and you actually pull it off. You've been trying to. You know, kids, babies, you know, get a kick out of when they first stand up and take a step. You know, you you catch that pass that you've been training for your whole season to try to run, turn, catch that pass. And the quarterback actually hits you and you catch it. It's like, wow, I actually did that. This is cool. Or when you're practicing martial arts and you hit that level not because you've been going for 10 years, but you actually pass all the, the things and, and you get that black belt. And, and you go, wow, I did that. That's what Russia felt like in Putin. He's like, we are no longer in the shadow of America. You know, move out, get your first apartment. And you're like, wow, I'm doing okay. I don't have to move back in with mom and dad. And it hits you, and you're like, wow, I, can, I did it this month, I can do it next month, and I can keep doing it, and I get better at it. And so Russia now and China and these BRICS nations have set up their own SWIFT kind of like system. And if you know anything about international currency and markets and you know, using the American petrodollar, it was all gone through the SWIFT system, which was like a text messaging kind of thing that was kind of old, really, that told banks whose money went where and what they bought, and it kept track of it. And, and it's really antiquated, considering that we have blockchain and everything nowadays, but that's what the world uses. And so they created their own, I think it's it's not called SWIFT, but it's, Something else, equally catchy and cool. And and it works flawlessly, faster. It's cheaper for everyone to use than the SWIFT system. And they've been doing it for a while, but now... Because I think it was a year ago, Saudi Arabia said, well, we're going to take sell oil in gold. Fuck the dollar. Now, if you remember your history a little bit, when... Uh, when they overthrew Libya and Gaddafi was killed, it wasn't because Hillary wanted him dead. I mean, she did. But it was because he had told the world that he would take gold for oil. And American hegemony said, the fuck you will. And they, they overthrew the government and he got killed and drug out in the street and, and murdered. Was it because he was a dick? I mean, you'd have to study more history to find out he really wasn't a dick. So, Saudi Arabia said, we don't, we don't need you anymore, America. Thanks, but no thanks. And I guess it was today that they made it official. They're like, all transactions will now be in this new uh, system. And we'll take gold or yuans or rubles or whatever. And we as Americans don't realize how bad that is. Because we've been, you know, being spoon-fed 
horseshit pretty much most of our lives. And in the mainstream media is not talking about this because they don't want you to know how fucked you and I are about to be fucked. It's not going to be like, you know, getting fucked because it was consensual. This will be violent prison rape fucked. And our, our system will collapse. It just, it will collapse. And what that means is they're going to come in and take your money out of your bank account and mine and pension funds and all of that. And you're going to opt in. Because see, legally, you're not a depositor in a bank anymore. You're an investor. And that money is not yours. It's the bank's. You'd have to study that too. If you want to know what Crazy Mark's talking about. And so they can just opt you in without any legal repercussions. And then they will push a digital currency on you. And they'll say, don't worry that we took your retirement program because we're going to give you X amount of chits every month on your card. And you can spend it just like money. Now, they're not going to tell you that if you're on Medicare that they're going to regulate how, you know, that whether you're buying beer every week or every month or every day. Because, see, now the government is paying your health care more so than they were before. And so they'll just, you know, it won't, it won't let you buy beer. It won't let you buy cigarettes. It won't let you buy gas if you've traveled too much because, you know, it's, it's not green. Forget about buying ammo and guns. So then what you're going to have to do if you're a, a prepper is barter. Now, we all think, well, barter's cool. We can do that. Why do you think they hired 87,000 new IRS agents on top of the other ones they already have? To audit you? Are you a fool? They don't need to audit you. They can track your paper trail now. But when it's digital, they will know every dollar you got and every dollar you spent. And if all of a sudden you do something stupid like, I don't know, upgrade your Wi-Fi because you got more devices. And they go, what devices do you have? We have records that you have a cell phone. Your wife has a cell phone and you have your TV. Well, we bought a laptop. Well, I, I see no record of that laptop. Well, we bought it at a secondhand shop. It's like, no, you didn't. You can't. Because it would have showed up in your digital credit card. Well, you know, I, I, I bartered with the guy. And I, I gave him, a, you know, a pile of lumber. They're like, oh, well, that's not allowed. And you think that's kind of funny, but you really have to watch the movie Lost City with Andy Garcia. Because when Cuba collapsed, their little jackbooted thugs went around. And in the movie, he owns a nightclub. And they tell him the next day, um... We like what you're doing here. You know, it's kind of like one of those shit sandwiches. It's like in business, it's like you're doing a great job. You fucked up over here, but we like having you around. 
So the shed is in the middle of the conversation. But we're going to keep an eye on you means one more shit sandwich. You're fucking out of here. So they're like, hey, we like what you're doing here. You know, it's a little, little capitalistic or free market for our liking, but that's fine. But we can't let you use the saxophone in your band. He's like, why? What's the saxophone got to do with music? She's like, well, you know, that's, you know, jazz. And jazz and, and the saxophone, you know, was created to create, you know, promiscuity. And he's like, well, that's ridiculous. And she's like, if we come in here and we see or hear you playing the saxophone, we will shut you down. And then they just fucking leave. And that's what will happen. You can't buy that laptop. So therefore you did. That was illegal. But you sure as fuck are not going to upgrade your Wi-Fi or whatever if they don't want you to. And I'm sure you'll get a visit. From one of those 87,000 jackbooted thugs. And then how many other IRS auditors and agents do they have? Because they won't really need that much enforcement because every dollar runs through your digital currency card. Everything. Every transaction, every stick of gum you buy. They will. So they don't need the whole IRS now because they know how much you're making because they're giving it to you you don't you get your job automatically deposited and trust me your job won't pay as good as it used to because they're in charge it's communism it's socialism it's fucked up so you need to really be ready because when it happens your ability to to track left or right are eliminated. And so if you're going to switch your decision-making paradigm, remember Robin Hood and Nottingham Forest where you can't kill that deer. That is the king's deer. Oh, well, I was just out hunting wild boars. They're running everywhere. I got to feed my family. It's like, yeah, those boars are part of the government and they're becoming a nuisance. So we're going to kill them all and bury them. But you cannot eat them because we think meat is bad for you. And because we pay your insurance and your medical bills, we don't want you getting sick and dying from eating meat. You need to eat that fake meat. Got lots of that. In fact, you're allocated 20 pounds a week. But if you go out and shoot a, a fucking hog, we're going to seize everything you own, so stop it. And that's what those agents are for. So I would highly, highly recommend Let's try that. I like that. That's kind of cool. That you get your decision-making paradigms in order. Because growing food ain't going to be a whole lot easier for you because your water will be rationed because it's the government's water. You can't catch rain just like in Colorado because that's the government's 
rain. But you can fall off the grid and shoot a rabbit with a bow and nobody might know. And that's going to be your food or you're going to be eating 20 pounds a week of near meat or whatever that shit's called. Fake crap crickets. So the message, I guess, today is you need to really think about what your main food source is going to be, how you're going to stay away from massive big brother and and rethink a lot of your beans, band-aids, and bullets and be ready to duck. You know, because you might not need cover from actual live fire, but you're definitely going to need some concealment. So, I want you all to think about it, because it's, it's, it's happening. I can't believe it in my life, now that I'm old and can't run and gun as good as I could when I was younger, that it's now happening. But this, this uh, currency collapse is, is going to hit hard. Now, if you're smart, you will have gold and silver, at least silver, some cash, get the cash out of the bank as fast as you can. Because uh, trust me, I've seen stories where people aren't even allowed to get five, ten thousand out to to buy a tractor, you know, on a cash deal that they need the money right now, and banks don't have it. They don't even have it in their vaults. So, I don't even know if most banks have vaults nowadays. So. Be ready because when there's blood on the ground from a collapse, there's tons of opportunity. I've read stories in history where where a guy traded his hotel because his family was starving for enough food to feed his family for a week. So that's where your gold and silver will come in. So think about it. That's all. I don't want to scare you, even though we're all going to die. So get your shit in order and recheck that you're squared away. And I'll talk to you all later. Love you all. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. We invade our space and we fall back. I'm your huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.